They say we sick with it, you better wear a mask They say we're moving towards the top, but we work like we're trash I mean these conversations happening, you shouldn't have asked We're the winners of the future, not the slave to the past You said we never ever make it, and I'm saying you lied Tune in every Monday, press play, share, and subscribe Your invoice has been processed, bring me my money, don't hide Don't play with me, I'm Kingdom and I'm Southside Hey Tweety, what are you drinking over there? Hustle all right guys so you caught us we are drinking our favorite coffee and that is hustle blends coffee hustle blends coffee is curated for visionaries um high performing people executors all of the above and we want to share this coffee with you so we have recently launched our coffee in a cold brew that's right packaged up just for you it can be delivered to your door anytime you want it to be delivered so while you're working on building that billion dollar plan and you're already getting your services from renown.tech go ahead and throw back a shot of coffee that is hustle blends shop hustle blends at www.hustleblends with a z Dot com. Coffee and Jesus all day, baby. What's up, everybody? It is officially your favorite time of the week. What's your favorite rich auntie? I am one half of the Million Dollar Conversation podcast. My name is Patrice Sanguini. So guess what? We are recording live from the Hustle Blend headquarters, where if you send them, we blend them. <laughs> and like guess that. what? I got another one. I got another one. Uh-huh. All right. If you say the right prayer, uh-huh. you don't get Russell. But you will get hustled. All right. So <laughs> okay. we welcome you back to another episode. It's your boy. You know who it is. The treacherous one. The truth teller. You know, I come to give you the truth and nothing but the truth. We know because you said you're the truth teller. That would insinuate that that's what that means. You know what? I'm not even going to go back and forth with you today. I'm going to let you be. Anyhow, y'all, thank you so much for sharing your love and giving us your feedback on the podcast. We definitely appreciate it. It means a whole, whole bunch um, as we are just moving how, however we can move through these um, Rona ridden streets, through these election ridden streets, through these just 2020 ridden streets. Crawling to the finish line. I want to go ahead and take this time and use my platform um, to, you know. Uh-huh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I want uh-huh. my vo- my voice is important, and I've always known that. Yes, you know, since life, mm-hmm. since I was but a wee embryo in my mother's womb. Um, and I have to say, we have to protect Stevie Wonder. Oh my goodness! If Listen, hey, no, stop y'all, this. y'all hear me out. Stop hear the me madness. Out. Okay, honestly, I believe that within <laughs> me, and all of us should feel this way. Within me are some answers to life. Okay. I believe that Waffle House should have 24-hour mimosas. Waffle House is For what? Because it's a beautiful place to be. People who go there if already you, are turned up most of the time, including the workers. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go on the right shift. You always got to. And they would end up like selling it in the back for like, you okay. know. Okay. So here's a fun fact, you guys. Tweety and I are in an abusive relationship. We're in an entanglement. Yes. With Waffle House. And I just, there are days I'm like, you know, every time I try to leave, something Something keeps bringing me back, me back, back, telling me I need you. Like, I just don't, I don't know why I put myself through it. I just don't know why I put myself through it. I know why. And I can admit that the filthiness used to bother me, Mm -hmm. but it's like the abuse of the the filth kind of makes up. Like the for me, it's a waffle. Let me say it like that. For me, it's the abuse in your face. Like it's the filth in your Blade, face. Yeah, like how blatant. Like the cook is sitting down, like probably chewing on their nails. 
and no, right, they put but they put gloves on and they they put fresh butter on no, that I'm talking dirty about grill before, before they cook. Like you know, oh yeah, they always gonna be sitting they down. always sitting down gonna somewhere be on the in the corner. Yeah, but mm-hmm. they look like they can cook. Most of them. Waffle House, please don't let this stop you from endorsing us in any way. Because <laughs> we will send folks to you. Let me tell you, we we, we are good for we pulling up. We will find up. the cleanest Waffle House and send people that way. Look, we are good for pulling up at a Waffle House. We believe Waffle Houses deserve their respect. They really do. Can we agree that there's like a time slot you go to Waffle House and there's a time slot you're like during the day? I don't think I don't even remember that it's there. So what the young folks say is Waffle House like our sneaky link. What is that? I don't know. I just saw it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I think feel, it's oh, like sneaky link. It's okay. like the person you pull up on at night, you know, to just be like, hey, you know, I'm here. Oh, like, oh. Yo, pull up. Bo- yo, come through. That's that's what we used to call like it in college. Booty call? Yes, it's like your booty call. Waffle House oh, okay. is like the booty call. I guess. And during the day, you act like you don't even know who they are. It's not just, like I'm like, I'm like Waffle House. <laughs> Who's going to Waffle House? <laughs> Yeah, you, talk, you start talking about it like you ain't been there too like much Waffle ago. House. Like, what? You go there? But the thing about it is that you can't go back to back. Like, you can't go Monday and come mm-hmm. back Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's like weeks to months to maybe even a year mm-hmm. before you come back again. Who? Who's that true for? That's not true for us. Don't lie. We're months. Months? We're probably like a twice a month situation with Waffle House. I agree. It's just like when... Nothing else is open, and you're like, man, I. I, I but it's I want never not food. anything else is open. IHOP is open. I wouldn't. I would not. I take Waffle House over IHOP. And see, there are some people who feel like we're crazy for saying that. No. So we used to be real big IHOP folks. Like we did. We were huge IHOP folks until like we learned not to believe the hype no more because IHOP got real, real slouchy on life. Yeah, it's like they microwave their food and they just drop it. it they got real slouchy, yeah. and it's like. I just I just don't understand. But the other day, Tweety and I were talking about I think we were comparing restaurants to like positions that people might have in your life. So I said, and hear me out, <laughs> and I am coming right around I'm coming full circle uh-huh. with this Stevie Wonder comment because I just believe that he is someone we need to find a human ziplock bag for and protect. He's gonna outlive all of us. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> and about. And Cicely Tyson, but hey, okay, so I'm coming back. I feel like Wendy's is like your first baby mama. Like Wendy's is like <laughs> really. <laughs> like your first baby mama like you just couldn't leave her alone, you know, but like also the sneaky link but a little bit more respect like you pay like maybe her cell phone bill. Respect? Just a, I said a little. Just four a little respect. Four. <laughs> Don't you ever sleep on the power of the four for four. Well, ever. You know, us non-meat eaters don't go to Wendy's. So That's fine. Like, but when you were a meat eater, me and you both. Was, yeah, uh, it, was a, it was a place. It yeah. was a place. To it was a vibe. Especially when you ain't got no change on you and no chicken on you, if you know what I'm saying. Can you explain to people what chicken is? Chicken is money. It's, it's you know, people call it several or various different things. Some people call it guap. You know, mm-hmm. some people call it guala. You know, I've I've heard several. <laughs> Everybody has their personal definition for money uh-huh. when they don't have money. When I gotcha. so when I get Cause you money, can't because if you don't got money, you can't call it money, right? Yeah, I get it. You know, so like when you don't have, I ain't got my chicken, man. I ain't so. got my chicken. <laughs> yeah, that that's a respectful way of doing right. it. But um, speaking of respect, um, so as we know, last year we lost the late, great, wonderful Aretha Franklin, and it was a three oh, day funeral. Year? 
Yes, because I was trying to take off work oh. and um, and try to get there. All right. <clears throat> yeah, and so I am feeling many a ways about us protecting our legends, um, giving them their flowers Can while they're here. Move, I agree with that. Can we move past Stevie Wonder? We get it. You're trying to protect. Honestly, if I lose Stevie Wonder, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to take off work for a week. Stevie Wonder. To is, collect myself okay. and find a way to get there. I am. I'm going to find a way to get there. Because guess what? That fume, the music for it, is about to be lit. And you know they're going to have Beyonce on there. What, what song can Beyonce sing for the Stevie Wonder fume? I'm so tired of Beyonce being like a tribute fume artist. Well, she don't go to all of them, in all fairness. She only goes to the people who are like up there. I'm just tired of her being a tribute fume artist. She don't even got enough fume music. She ain't, even got, she ain't got no fume music. Get Indiari up there. Fune is short for funeral. Yes, a fune okay. is a black so funeral. So you just made made that up on the spot, huh? So we just go. We, <laughs> would this, would this somebody be a, gonna be listening to it like everybody knows fun? what a fune is. I'm just, I'm just trying. Everybody knows what a fune is. I'm trying is. to help those who don't. Okay, let me explain to y'all a black fune. Okay, this is not meant to take a morbid and completely wrong. It list. surely can. All right, at the rate no, you're going. At, with all respect. Okay, respect. Okay. So a black fume go a little something like this, all right? The day before the fume is the viewing. The viewing is always extremely sad. That's where all the tension is. It's terrible. <laughs> That's not funny. Why are you laughing? All right. I just kept, I kept thinking all the fumes that... Never, okay, never don't do that. All right, so the next day is the fume, okay? okay. The fume is going to take place around 10, 11 a.m., okay? you get and, then, and for some reason, we start fumes on time. We start fumes on time. We don't start nothing else on time. Weddings don't start on time for black people. Yeah, people gotta get paid for <clears throat> because black funeral homes do not play. They say our black our white gloves will be crisp, everything will be intact. Mm-hmm. Granny's pin curl will be intact. You understand me? All right, mm-hmm. you get there at the funeral. All right, it's gonna be a beautiful service. All right, they are going to ask questions like this. If they did, if somebody did not attend the fume because they had to go to work or they just couldn't be there or whatever, they are going to ask you review questions that sound like this: <clears throat> Did they put her away nice? I don't know what that means. I like. I, I guess I've, I've grown to understand what that means because there's a difference between. <laughs> okay, so what? Maybe this is the better way of me saying what I feel about that question. I don't understand why it means. Does that make sense? Like, I don't understand. I know what it means, but I don't know why. it. I don't know why you're asking that question that they put her away nice. Because you can put away somebody not nice. You can. That's true. All right. We're going to move on. All right. So then after the fume, you got the repass. Let me tell you, repass food is some of the most comforting, some of the most wholesome Food. Mm. It, it's supposed to be anyway. It is supposed to be. If the elders are in the kitchen. Now, if you get these youngins in the kitchen, ain't no telling what you're going to get. You might need to stop and get you a burger or something on the way there, you know. But it's a fellowship time. And, mm. you know, it's only about like 10% fume talk and about 90% let's watch the game who want to get on dominoes. You know, it's like a black family reunion, but for like a terrible reason. But it's great. Okay. Great, great example there. Yeah, just in case anybody needs to be educated on a black fume. Um, but I do have a little shum shum shum. <laughs> just in case y'all thought that was a little shum shum shum. Um, I just had to put in my little tidbits of information. Let's protect Stevie Wonder. Um, fire Beyonce from being the tribute fume artist. And please call Help your grandmother up. Cicely Tyson and see how she is doing. We need it, we need Cicely Tyson in 2021. 
if 2020 it I'm stopping. Okay, so thank um, you, thank for, you. for the little shop I'm shop glad shop. you stopped attending. <laughs> All right, so let's think think about your everyday life. Okay, I want you to tell me what songs play in your mental playlist throughout certain things that happen throughout the day. Okay, give me about three songs. Um, if you got more, it's fine. Hmm. Throughout the day, just randomly. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm at work, Akon always plays for some reason in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm locked up. Mm-hmm. Like, I always just hear that in my mind. So mm-hmm. that's one. Because sometimes work, you know, work is work. But, like, mm-hmm. you, you know, when you're working from home, it feels like you are locked up. I feel it. Um, next. Um I think their name is Queen. No, is that the name of the band? It's a rock band. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a song goes like, "Oh, we're halfway there." Oh yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Living on a prayer. Yeah. Take my hand. That, that, we'll that make one. it. I swear. Come on, sing along, guys. Oh yeah. Come on, sweetie. We're halfway there. Now I'll be feeling that though. Living on a prayer. Yeah. yeah, and then it's like a good drive on point. Fridays, yeah. like for some reason I take like a very um, fun, like funny type of songs, like wonky. I think of like a what song was I thinking about this past Friday? I was thinking of um, or I was hearing um, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Just weird, like just all the songs that you haven't heard. Like uh-huh. when is the last time I heard that song? Yeah. Just starts to play. Like Yeah. How bad does it have to get for you to have to play it to get it out of your head? I never play it. Like I mean not like, that song in particular, but just like any song on your, your mental mental shuffle. <sighs> None. Really? I feel like I always play mine. Nah, like if I hear it in my brain, I it never like, oh, let's play it in the next, let's play it now. Like it's like, oh, shut it off. Next stop. Because in your your brain is always moving. Mm-hmm. So like right when you want to stop your thought, mm-hmm. it, this is like some, <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, like right when you are like about to go to the you know next song or you're about to like try to stop yourself, you're on something else. Mm-hmm. Like. If somebody could read my mind, they will think I'm like living in the first century. Mm. Not- I'm not surprised about that at all. <laughs> because I'm very one track minded. Yes. Hear me out. Uh-huh. I'm not like everybody else who can like add five different things in their brain and just break them down. Like, oh, we're mm-hmm. going to do this. I'm very one track minded. So if in my brain, I'm like, oh, man, you got to go poop. Mm-hmm. I'll stay in that mode until I finish. And then I'll be like, oh, yeah, you got to go do this. Like, I just step by step. That's how my mind works. So I would say for me. I'm not a multitasker. What's on my mental playlist usually? Um, anything can play at any time. I'm sure it's like that for everybody. But specifically, um, I'm a musical person. Like, I'm kind of a, a musical nerd. Like, watching musicals kind of is a thing for me. And so. Cats. Like, I like I liked cats. Oh, you did. I liked it. Okay. Yeah. Were you about to say something bad about cats? No, I was just uh, asking like like 
yes. example. Okay. Yes, but I like black musicals specifically. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, I can really appreciate black musicals. That's what I'm saying. What about Grease? Grease is dope, but Grease is like a really long movie. But okay, you're taking me away from my I'm point. Sorry, All on. right, so whenever I am like leaving work for the day or like if I got away with something at work, like Oh, I got to leave or like it or if there's ever like a break, like we're about to go on Thanksgiving break. The way I'm about to scoot out of there on Friday, <laughs> y'all ain't never seen nothing like it. And so anytime I'm about to leave and it feels like I am actually like like not what's a word that's stronger than leaving? Like exiting um departing. Departing. Whenever yes. I'm departing. <laughs> <laughs> right. I always sing um, the song by Dream Girls. It's so hard to say goodbye, my love. Hard to see you cry, my love. And uh, I always, and sometimes I actually say it to my students, uh-huh. but they and they don't know because they were like born in like two thousand six. I don't know so, what. I, and I and I'm trying to you know recover from the fact that sometimes I make musical references that people don't understand should that take away the joy from me or should you just do the research I don't know but anyway and on Tuesdays for some reason on the way to work Charlene by Anthony Hamilton is always playing in my head Charlene which one how does that one go you know that it's really slow it's baby I've been (laughs) sitting there waiting for you to come home you've heard this song maybe I won't the small man who sings from it's so long and drawn it's maybe he sings from the innards that's what I want to call it he does he sings from the innards like he finds like all the 60s 70s you know black soul artist and mm-hmm. he just channels them but black men love anthony hamilton yeah I, I rocks with him black men like like he's not too too soft you know but he's not like he's he's thrown a punch or two in his life like if you've ever had your heart broken a black man is probably turned on anthony hamilton no nah, no you don't think so i, I know who's I'm like saying, the go who's the mary j blige for black men uh the mary j blige for black men is future you're kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> you are kidding me. Let me, me tell you why. He's the one. You know how? How I know? Future hasn't even been around that long. Twitter. Hey, 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 Who does my hey. daddy listen to when he's pissed? Okay, I'm going to give you generations, okay? Uh, oh, gosh. Let me break it down to you. I'm glad we stumbled upon that. But so for, for people my age and younger, mm-hmm. it is future by far. Let me tell you why. How? He's the one who coined this. She's for the streets. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why Black Twitter started oh, that, okay. he coined that. Okay. And his whole thing is not like, nah, bro, like, you know, you didn't miss out on nothing. Okay, but okay, so I, I get that, but let me ask you this, okay? There are layers to heartbreak. All right, so that's like a recovery layer. Like, no, no, that's like immediate. A- now he breaks it down <laughs> for you. He's like, nah, she never was. I for mean, you. but what about when you have to understand your feelings? Are oh, you talking about like the sweater weatherman? Yes, yes. <laughs> that I'm going to curl up and deal with this. Yes, yes. <laughs> and get myself together. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, this, this, okay. I'm trying not to go left. Uh, We've been left. <laughs> yeah, we left the station early. This is going to be a fun podcast. This is going to be, a, okay. Um, uh, let's see. Who do they listen to? Drake? Because he gets them all, old Drake and I feel like Drake. Drake is more for women. Nah, he's both. That's okay. why he's he's duplicitous in a lot of ways. Okay, cool, cool. Um, I, I think Drake, because he kind of, he has a manly approach to love. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So it's like, nah, I love you, girl, but like, you know, you messed me. You you, you wasn't with me when I was shooting it. That kind of mm-hmm. talk. Oh, okay. It's oh, it's a connection. So they're thinking about themselves a year from now when they get a new girl. So Charlene more for older men. Is that what you're proposing? Charlene is thirty six and up above. Crowd like you know the I was born in the late seventies. <laughs> that crowd. Okay. Uh, okay. But shout out to that crowd if you're listening. I mean, we appreciate you. We're so happy look, that, that somebody taught you how to use podcasts. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm so. We're kidding. not gonna be ageist. We're not gonna be ageist. Hey, look, they have, they have, they've grown leaps and bounds. They have. They've grown the, past you know, the Facebook. The the. So I would say that forty and under is not lost about technology. I beg to differ. <laughs> I don't think they're like like I not, not lost, but like you know when somebody like discovers something that was always there. Okay, and, but yeah, I get that. But we do that too. The kid, the young kids, be coming out with, with how when TikTok came out and it had been out, but when we finally got a hold of it, it was like I refuse like, to get TikTok. You f- refused. Okay, all right. Can we move on to the the Mary J. Blige for Black Men? Okay, Mary J. Blige for Black Men is going to be um, Tyrese. Because I can see somebody crying in their shower. You're kidding. (laughs) To Tyrese. You're kidding. (laughs) But he doesn't even have cry worthy music. He doesn't have a lot of like heartbroken love songs. Or stay. Stay. Yeah, he has a lot of those begging, crying. Oh, yeah. A little Carl Thomas, you know what I'm saying? Nah, that's more Y'all don't appreciate the grace. Like when I think Mary J. Blige for black men, when I think of men who have like been staples in music to create heartbroken music i think of carl thomas i think of reuben all right we're gonna get back to reuben i know you want to talk about that (laughs) i think of anthony hamilton i think look listen i'm not talking about that i'm saying like that's for you like i'm talking from a man's perspective Mm. that's from a woman's perspective you're like Mm. i mean i can see men listening to this how do you know you're not one just like i don't understand why the turtlenecks Nah, that's the turtlenecks. L- no. It's the turtlenecks. Listen. It's all in the turtlenecks. Future is at the very top. Ask any man my age and below. We're gonna conduct the poll. We're gonna do a poll. <laughs> We're gonna do a poll. Because he's the kid. future the, the black the Mary J. Blige for black men. We wanna know. Please weigh in. Yes, for this generation, my generation, ninety <laughs> if you were born in ninety and below, that's the go to for heartbreak. I've never heard that before in my life. We're going to do the poll and you're going to you're going to see the evidence. Um, And then I'll say future and Drake. Really? You said that. Yeah. Yeah. Those two. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, guys, we're going to stop, you know, acting like ping pongs and we're going to go ahead and move on to a topic. So we're going to go into faith. Um, I saw a really interesting conversation that I feel like we should definitely talk about on the podcast. So this is us. Um planning the podcast while doing it it's fine <clears throat> saw a debate on social media about young people going to church and how you don't need church to have a connection with god and how um you know if your prayer life is fine that's fine god's not gonna count how many times you've gone to church um and just that whole kind of thing and so also that coupled with the fact that a lot of people not just young people old people anybody have not physically been in the church building 
like in months in months you know we've spent more time out of it than in it and i think that even extends metaphorically to how a lot of us have spent more time out of the presence of god instead of in the presence of god you know right with just all the distractions happening this year so i just want us to talk about it because um we're relatively young you know and we attend church faithfully we go to church every week um We've been attending the same church for the past five years, and um, it's extremely important to us. We're um, active in our ministry. We're connected to our ministry, and um, it's just something that I I, I just don't see us doing without. But um, I just really want to talk about that, how people feel like you don't need it. Mm -hmm. Why do you need it? Church hurt, all that good stuff. I think when you... uh I like how you broke it down, but when it comes to church, the first thing that I would say to somebody who says, I don't need it, um, if you don't need it, you keep it personal, right? But people who tend to say that want to make it a, a, an opinion that is now going to be heard. They're trying to find other people to attach it to. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm good with God. Mm-hmm. Y'all could be good with God without going there mm-hmm. because X, Y, and Z, this, this what happened to me. This, you know, mm-hmm. people dive into their own bags sometimes. Um, but during mm-hmm. this time where churches are closed, I believe that the reason why God uh, created the institution of church is to have one order mm-hmm. because God is a God of order. And also a God of accountability. Mm-hmm. So he puts people over you, um, not to rule and tell you what to do, what not to do, but to keep you in in um, in line to what he's saying through mm-hmm. his word. Mm-hmm. And also a watchman over your soul. Mm-hmm. Um, when you are in this time, like if you haven't gone to church and you're listening, you're like, man, but like I feel like I've been getting the same level of word, mm-hmm. you know, at home that I would get at church. I've been reading more at home mm-hmm. than I've been reading at church. And it's like, well, one, the church is your body. Like it's you first. Yeah. Um, but two, it's also a community. Mm-hmm. It's where you fellowship together. It's where you um, um, uh, praise and worship him collectively. Mm-hmm. And I, what I love about our church, shout out to Kingdom Advancement Ministry. Um, and is that we have just a sense of family. It feels mm-hmm. like, you know, we're, we're going to praise God. We're going to worship and we're going to learn, but we're also, um, adhering to his, his command to, mm-hmm. to, to, uh, join together mm-hmm. and to praise him and worship him. So when people kind of go on that tangent and they're like, oh man, like, you know, y'all don't need all that. Y'all don't need, you know, I'm good now. It's my relationship. And it's like, like yeah, but what would happen? Let's say you're married, but you don't live together. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with, you know, how you mm-hmm. commune with God. Like mm-hmm. if this is the meeting place, yes, God is omnipotent. Mm-hmm. You can meet him anywhere. But mm-hmm. what if, you know, this is the space he's assigned you to, Yeah. but you're not able to go or you backslide in the area that you were getting right while you were going to church. Mm-hmm. But now there is no accountability measures to, okay, kind of stop you or help you mm. to get past that sin or to get past that problem. So I, a lot of people are hurting yeah. that churches are not open. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, even kind of just piggybacking off of that, um, on the flip side of that coin is, you know, a lot of people have been disappointed by going to church. Right. Like, I think a lot of that conversation is spurred from disappointment of 
um, I don't need to go because I've seen this or I've done that. Um, <clears throat> my own personal experience, you know, before attending the church we currently go to, I know exactly what that feels like to go up in churches and like it's a lot going on, but ain't nothing happening. <laughs> I think that's the best way I can describe it. Like people hooping, people hollering, the singing is good, but like the message is charismatic, but it's not biblical. It's not biblical. Right. You know, um, people are excited. They're teaching life principles. Yeah, but also, so can a, a, a bag of yogi tea. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's right, a lot right, of. Right. Things that people are in it for And what that tells me Is that people are so spiritually dry That we all could be so spiritually dry You know at some points in our life That like anything that sounds like You know anything that imitates Or anything that that could even possibly Whatever like we kind of get roped into it And so our disappointment comes Where those people disappoint us Because people are fickle People are flawed But God is not you know, and I think that, you know, if you are one of those people that's growing your relationship at home or you cannot physically get out to go to church or um, you're just listening online, um, grow your relationship with God first. You right, know, I don't right. think it should be anything even loosely based off of an experience you've had with a person or a thing you've heard somebody say or a thing you've heard one of us say on this podcast. Um, don't don't ever, you know. Get, get the glory out of my what I have to say and miss God. You know, don't see me, see God. Um, and so that's what I would encourage somebody to say. To, Amen. To Amen. Um, what I what I always tell people is like, you got to break things into root definition. What does church mean? Yes. Um, a lot of people have definitions for church, but uh, according to the word, church is the ecclesia. Yes. The called out ones. When you are called out, that means that you're going to stick out like a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. That... You know, during this time of COVID, a lot of people are like, well, I don't go to church because of X, Y, and Z, COVID, mm-hmm. and this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, like, you got a new haircut. Like, mm-hmm. did you go to your barber? Mm-hmm. Sure did. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You, um, you, uh, you gotta you, go to the grocery store. Yeah, you gotta go to the grocery store. Yeah. You gotta pump gas. Mm-hmm. Like, life is You picked that Amazon stop. package off your, your, your porch. Right. You and, did and, and this is not to say, like, don't follow the guidelines or don't wear a mask. We're not Absolutely. those people. We're Absolutely. not anti maskers. No, 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 no. We are not walking up in Ross breathing and coughing <laughs> right. on stuff, which right. I saw in person, by the right. way. That, and that's not it. What I'm concerned. saying through that is that when you live in fear, The first thing that will happen is that you start doubting God. Mm -hmm. That is the first step of going out of order. Mm -hmm. When you're walking in fear, living in fear, it's like, well, is God going to come through? Am I going to live through Mm -hmm. this time? Mm -hmm. Am I going to, um, like, you know, what is my whole, what is the whole point of going to church? I haven't gone for three months and I feel Mm -hmm. the same way. Mm -hmm. Like, there's nothing that has changed. Mm -hmm. I feel like my, I'm like, that's great. Mm -hmm. But. I've found out that for me, church is a hospital Mm -hmm. where you may not even know you needed the help. (laughs) You you may think that you just came in with like everything is working Mm -hmm. and nah, man, you know, everything is jacked up from from Mm -hmm. the flow up, Mm -hmm. you know, you tow up or whatever, however that saying Mm -hmm. goes. Um, And my my personal experience with being church hurt has been seeing leaders um, manipulate 
the congregation or seeing yeah. money being misused that mm-hmm. was supposed to be tithes mm-hmm. and seeing leaders act out of order in their lifestyle, not line up to what they're preaching or mm-hmm. teaching. And that causes people to fall away very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, like all these scandals of pastors doing this, this pastor is yeah. doing that, that I'm like, it, 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 it don't help the falling away. <laughs> yeah. It, it, not help it, it makes it worse because it's like, well, you know, this is just a glimpse mm-hmm. of the truth mm-hmm. that a lot of people who are in leadership have been put. That's why it's so important that you just don't jump to a role because it sounds good or mm-hmm. that you're going to be put in front of the lights and you got a good word. And you. Mm-hmm. I believe that if you truly believe in Jesus, there is a good word in every single one Amen. of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the importance is um, uh, what we uh, what we uh have been learning is discipleship Mm -hmm. you know uh getting under uh uh, overseer a leader who is walking yeah who's walking talking living Mm -hmm. the 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 word of god and you follow him as he follows christ yeah not well i'm just gonna blindly just you know whatever you say is is, is, it's the gospel it's the word well i need to double check i need to start reading this for myself Mm-hmm. And having that relationship with Christ. And if you read the word, I mean, all the people who are were followers of Christ, they had a following, too. Like they had a church, they had ministries mm-hmm. and they were planting churches in different places, Asia and mm-hmm. Africa and all these other um, places. And it was to teach and preach the gospel of God. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. can't do that in the confines of your phone. You can't yeah. do that just in the confines. somebody needs your gift. Right. So as much as you're trying to, you know, be like, well, they, they everywhere I go, you know, somebody tripping. Yeah, but somebody needs what's inside of you, you know. And just like you need what's inside of somebody else. I mean, if we were able by ourselves to do everything by ourselves, I mean, what would we need God for? Right. And, and if we could... <laughs> If we could read the Bible as a movie, which I like to do sometimes, like in my, that's how my mind works sometimes. I'm like, do you know half of the people that we are calling terrible human beings would actually be considered saints mm. based off of like where they were and where they're going? Like yeah. the process of, yeah, their of being transformed yeah. into the image of Christ mm-hmm. is not always pretty because mm-hmm. God is still getting rid of those uh, stains, those blocks of your life. Yeah. You, I think of David a lot because I mean, here's a man who killed his best friend to hook up with his wife. Yeah. If that happened yeah. right now, if there was a pastor, Scandalous. a king, yes. a president who did something like that, mm-hmm. what would you say? Yeah. Is he forgiven in your book? A lot of people, I ain't forgiven nothing. Right. And but I thought that's what we were supposed to do as mm-hmm. believers. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what hinders a lot of people, forgiveness. And when you've been hurt, forget when you've been hurt and you're harboring unforgiveness in your heart, the first thing you will start to do is create calluses on your heart. Right. To where you're just hardening it. Mm-hmm. You're hardening it to the point where anything that sounds or even remotely looks like what you've been through, mm-hmm. you're out. Mm-hmm. So church becomes that thing. Mm -hmm. Well, I love God. I do believe in Jesus. But Mm -hmm. when it comes to this thing or when it comes to tithes, they stole my money before. I'm not doing that again. (laughs) Yeah. But it's people. It's not God who stole. So why are you putting, you know, right, right, right. Why are you putting God in that place? of? Why are you putting man in the place of God? Right. 
And that's the problem. We fall in love with charis- uh, charisma. We fall in love with personalities. Yeah. We fall in love with titles, yeah. looks. Yeah. Man, he looked like a pastor. What does that mean? Also, just um, <laughs> identification as well. Right. Which is a huge part of, I think, um, a lot of having to do with the falling away of Christians and people who once believed in Jesus. is like, I need to be able to identify with something. Like I need the the minute I I can't identify with this or I can't identify with that, then I no longer can be a part of this. Right. You know, and so I think that that is something that, you know, people look for in their leaders. Like, okay, can I identify with you? Are you black? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you a woman? Are or you the this? congregation you as yeah. well. Yeah. And, and um, what I find funny is that we have this thing. Well, this is white church. This mm-hmm. is black church. This mm-hmm. is Pentecostal church. This is. Um, Adventist church like yeah. there's so many different types of preachings mm-hmm. types of singing, singing very or slow singing r- well uh, yeah very or slow. very loud singing you <laughs> <Okay>. know or, <laughs> or yeah. very you know uh, charismatic words yes. there's so many things that people will put you in a box and say well uh, I don't see nothing like that in the word so I'm not doing that yeah. in the word it says we sit and we raise our pinky toes yes. up yes. <laughs> when we have questions becoming extremely legalistic yeah. right and I'm like well like that's not how it works mm-hmm. and I do believe that um Church should be forever evolving because mm-hmm. if you are evolving to be like him, mm-hmm. there should be evidence of it yeah, yeah, yeah. through your life. Yeah. Um, one thing I do like, you know, I like Ye. I like Kanye. Yeah. One thing I loved about, you know, he was on this one interview and people call him radical. And when he started to do the Sunday services, mm-hmm. um, they're saying like, oh, you trying to start your own denomination. You're starting to start your own church. And yeah. how come you, you're not in the building? That's what the church is. It's the mm. building. He's like, well, no. Like last time I checked, the earth is the Lord. Yes. So yes. I'm out here and we're going to sing to him. Yes. You know, he was like, I didn't get saved until my third Sunday. Mm-hmm. But had I listened to somebody else, right. I... I wouldn't have done this. Right. And, and everybody's story is different. A Christian doesn't supposed to look and have a prototype. Mm-hmm. Like if I have ripped jeans, doesn't mean that I smoke weed or I mm-hmm. do. Like if I if I have earrings or whatever, whatever you may see as like your own Holy Spirit given revelation, mm-hmm. as we've learned, mm-hmm. does not have to apply to somebody else. Yeah. Just because it's something you struggle with. Yeah. Doesn't mean now you got to put it on me. Right. So that's what I, I, I love about our church is that there's information that turns into application Mm -hmm. and after you apply it there's like okay so how can you go and teach somebody else Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because that's how you that's how jesus discipled his disciples Mm -hmm. you pull them aside you're like okay for answer the questions yeah and i think life is always going to have questions and you have to go and have a place to pull those questions from right and that's what church is for me is more of a um everybody has a part to play and there is no role, whether it's pastor or somebody who picks up trash yeah. or the security or whatever. Everybody has a part to play in the in, in, in the full spectrum of the body of Christ. And no matter what, everybody um, is in community somehow, some way. Even if you're like a loner, there's a loner community. 
if you are not saying in church, but I'm saying just in general, <laughs> right, like right. there are different communities that people seek to be a part of. And I believe that, um, like Tweety said, the body of Christ, the the functions of the body of Christ. We need you. You might be the th- the thumb, the thumb toe. It, the big it toe. matters. We can't walk without the thumb toe. Where are you? Why are you not in assembly? Why are you not here um, fellowshipping with the assembly? Um, learning from each other, you know, helping each other. You know what I mean? Loving one another. Right. Um, it, it helps us to, to fellowship with people who are different from us, to fellowship with people who have different strengths and different weaknesses um it helps us to learn how to love people who are even outside the church how to show the light of jesus to other people to show the light of jesus when you're at work to show the light of jesus when you're in the grocery store line you know um to realize that it's more to life than just you you know you are not the only person in the world that matters so yeah i agree with that i agree with that um and at the end of the day man what i love about the holy spirit he will reveal those um those answers or those questions those questions or the answers to those questions Mm -hmm. to you if you ask him Mm -hmm. if you ask jesus if you pray if you are daily seeking him like Mm -hmm. you say you are with your relationship Mm -hmm. he'll let you know where you fall short Mm -hmm. but i don't see a lot of people asking those questions like man i I really had a heart to heart with god Mm -hmm. you know through my prayer time or through reading the word and i found out man i got a pride issue and that's why i feel like i could do this by myself yeah yeah like i i'm i I don't know what i'm angry but I really haven't really. About, I'm, about I'm what com- makes me angry? Yeah. Not even that, but I'm I'm saying I'm angry, but I don't really realize that it's not anger; it's disappointment. Yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, you know, like you are you you are not identifying what is the root issue. Mm-hmm. Obviously, all the root issues we suffer from are from sin. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, a lot of people they don't want to break it down to a molecular level mm-hmm. to understand like where is this coming from mm-hmm. and how do I move past it. So we're praying for you. If any of those things is something you're struggling with of uh, being hurt, having yeah. bitterness, having envy, um, confused, why why do I have to do X, Y, and Z? Read read your word one. To get a better understanding. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is that everything that you need, I believe, is found in the word of God. Mm -hmm. And I believe that he is he has given us so many tools in this era than any other era to learn of him. Yeah. (laughs) Including Google. Yeah. (laughs) We are heavily accommodated. Right. Some things from Google, not all things that could direct you to specific verses or even like your your pastor or mm-hmm. somebody who's uh, knowledgeable in the word. If you want to email us, info at hustleblends.com. And don't be afraid to ask God questions. Yes. God is not fearful of our questions. He's not, you know, don't question God as the elders used to tell us. No question God. Ask questions. It's okay. He's all knowing. He he his feelings are not hurt by us asking questions. Yeah, you know, don't ask in doubt. But if you have a question from sincerity or a question that is going to help clarify something that you don't know, then you ask. Right. So we're gonna go ahead and move on to business today. All right. What you gotta talk about business, sweetie? Um business I wanna talk about the the struggle. The strug. The scrug. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so many pitfalls in so many lows and low, 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 low lows in business and so many highs that emotions I've come to find out 
are actually a weakness in a way. Really? Let me explain. Okay. All right. If 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 the reason why I do what I do is based on how good or bad it makes me feel, I won't do the necessary work to actually pursue or uh, push my business to the next level. True. You said emotions are distractions. Yeah. Okay, I agree with that. Um, and it puts you in a st- state of distress. Like, think about like when you're. But emotions can also be an opportunity for acknowledgement as well. After, yes, yes, yes. I agree with that. Um, but I'm using it in the, let me say it like this. I'm using it in the realm of. Emotions building, over discipline. Yes. Emotions over discipline okay. and also building a foundation. Okay. There has to be a sense of numbness to a lot of the things that you are going to experience. Let me, let me, let me just explain. I know you're looking at me funny. What I mean by that is that the. That, that there's gonna be so there's gonna be so much that's gonna happen so fast mm-hmm. that there has to be a level of push past that yeah, you have to be so focused so oh man yeah thank you for that tap on the back but I'm not gonna sit there and just soak it in mm-hmm. or thank mm-hmm. you you mm-hmm. know like mm-hmm. for that support or yeah. you know you 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 said it was trash but thank you I'm gonna keep mm-hmm. going like there has to be a level of mm-hmm. just constant pursuit. Mm-hmm. And what I love about what I'm learning in this season is that that is the key ingredient for success. Yeah. The key ingredient for success is the consistency to push past and push through. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that people lack that. It's that they are unaware when those emotions are getting the best of them. Mm-hmm. Like think about think about when you get a big sale. Mm-hmm. You're going to look at that week or that month. And you're going to be like, man, we had a good month. Mm-hmm. But you're never going to dissect it to a molecular level or a detail level to where you're like, what could we have done better to double that? Yeah, That's what bigger companies do. That's what That's I've been true. learning. That's they true. go and it's like, okay, but Walmart mm-hmm. had three times the sales than we did. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the best month ever. But how come they are, you know, right. uh, Beating us, then they go, they do their research, and they're like, oh, man, we don't have email marketing. Mm-hmm. Dang it. Mm-hmm. We got to get on that. Yeah. We got to study Walmart now. So I would I would say, I would reword what you're saying and saying you have to be more objective. Yes. In business. You have to be more, um, this is the task, this is what we're going for, this is what we have to get done. And anything that's not those three things I just said, right now it's unimportant. Yes. And, and, and what I want to say on top of that is like... When you write down those details, mm-hmm. it shows you where there's room for growth. Mm-hmm. It shows you where you dropped the ball. It mm-hmm. shows you what you did right to do it again. Therefore, you start creating healthy patterns for a healthy business yeah. or a growing business. But what we do is we're like, man, I did 10 things today. And they had nothing to do mm-hmm. with the one task. I'm mm-hmm. speaking to myself. That's what I, I usually have done in the past. It's like I did everything but the one task that I said I was going to do today. Right. But since I did something that was supposed to be done a month ahead, I feel like whew, this is going to relieve us in a month. Yeah. But yeah. really, I've dropped the ball on the most important time today. Right. And all you do have in business is today. today. At this moment. You don't even have the whole day. You have this moment. This moment is what matters. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people get caught up in like, I got to get everything right for, you know, next year, 2021 mm-hmm. coming. Yeah, this yeah. holiday is coming. Yeah. They going to buy out. How do you know if we going to go back to a lockdown? Right. 
right. you know, or there's uh, systems that have fell through in your your business and you don't know how to catch back up because I believe life don't stop just because you say you're a small business owner. It does not. Or that you, you know, I got my website up or I got this up. Like it doesn't stop there. Mm-hmm. I believe that you have to be on a, a, a pursuit of excellence. Right. And that begins with you. Mm-hmm. If you are operating in all cylinders, guess what's going to operate in all cylinders? Everything Your business no, and everything, everything else. else. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that um, the acknowledgement of certain um, feelings that you may have and just acknowledging it, because I think sometimes pressing past those things can, you know, you have to pay for it on the back end. So like, hey, why am I so fearful about it? Like, I'm not even talking about having to do on the business tip, but I'm just talking about just addressing it before you even get into the dirt. Like, why am I so fearful about business? Why am I so anxious when it comes to talking to people? Why am I so fearful about um, making this post? You know, like acknowledging those feelings and understanding that fear is like a, 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 Debilitating de- um, concept that for some reason we just latch onto when we feel like there's a threat, but there's no threat detected, you know. So, I would definitely encourage everybody in business to just keep going, keep shooting, um, to have that sense of, um, I think numbness may not be the best word, but just to be, um, very selective in the things that you put your focus on. If we are focusing this week on email marketing, we're focusing on customer retention and we're focusing on uh, making 10 sales this week, that is our focus. Anything related to business that's outside of that is unimportant. Um, So setting those and making sure that those are things we could be objective about. And I want to correct something that I I did say. I wasn't saying that you can't have emotions. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know what you're saying. I was I I was more of like, stop trying to I, I. it's a pet peeve of mine when I see people trying to convince people that they belong. Mm-hmm. Like I belong in this industry. I'm mm-hmm. a sh- I'm a shake it up, mm-hmm. or I'm you know like mm-hmm. you're hating on me, so I'm gonna convince you that I actually have. Or a I'm gonna just product. do it for the haters, right? I'm not doing it for the people who support me. I'm just gonna do it for the haters. Look at what I'm doing. See y'all. See how y'all hated me. The see only, how y'all did that. The only convincing you need to do for mm-hmm. people is to show them that this product or this or this service is going to make their life better. Yeah. And this is what you need. And, and you need it. Th- this is why. And mm-hmm. you paint the story mm-hmm. on why this brand is different from brand X or brand Z. Do you know how many different soap lines there are? Yeah. I was at Walmart the other day. Yeah. And like I was picking up soap with uh, my brother. And we looked at like five or six different soap lines. And they're all in the same row. Yeah. They all look the same. The different thing... Uh, I was reading the back. I was like, it's the same thing. Yeah. Different company. That's it. Different but brands. I never heard of like a soap soap battle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, where people are like beefing. Yeah. Like soap companies are beefing with each other. It's yeah. like, there's billions here, guys. We can actually all make it. So let's do it. Yeah. But, you we know. We all sitting on the same shelf anyway. It's only in certain genres. You know, correct me if I'm wrong. Like when you'll see it in rap. Yeah, there's there can only be one. Mm. We can only have one at a time. It's mm. it's a trillion dollar business, I believe, um, because rap and hip hop is more than just the songs. Mm-hmm. It's fashion. It's uh, product. It's you know just think of all the things that have came from it. Like su- subsidiaries of of hip hop right, right, right. are just it's a culture in itself, right? 
it's just forever going streetwear. There's so yeah. many people who've made money off of stuff they don't even like. But sometimes that limitation creates beef and that beef creates more to the brand. And so that's where specifically if we're talking about artists or we're talking about rap artists, um, that it's not their music alone that people are buying into. What I'm saying is that you'll see that in other cultures or mm-hmm. other sectors of music, mm-hmm. there is nothing remotely like that going on because mm-hmm. those people are focused on just the music yeah. or not trying to prove nothing like I'm I'm the best in this. People who have that kind of I don't want to go on a tangent, but just being important, like just realizing what is the why are you doing what you're doing? Mm. The why is important. But like truly like, okay, am I doing this to get an extra income? Mm-hmm. Let's call it a hobby mm-hmm. at that point, you know, or let's a side hustle. A side hustle. Mm-hmm. Am I doing it to because create? Because I love it and I can do it for free. Right. Yeah. It's just something you do for fun. What are but, my intentions with this? Right. A lot of people never break it down to that level or a lot of people will do it because it's New Year's. Mm-hmm. I mean, this isn't this what we all do? Like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I heard Susie's doing great, but like we all could get to Susie's level, but not work. You not you worried about the wrong. You worried thing. about Susie, and it's right. not Susie's not your mission, <laughs> right? Yeah, Susie is and not, not who your God thought about when she. Yeah, exactly. So you complete go. things, and I'll stand on that forever. Mm-hmm. Just forever. complete. Don't compete. Mm-hmm. And lastly, when it comes to business, I know that we all have gotten there to where you're like I don't know if this is for me, like. I just don't know <laughs> if what I'm doing is working, will work, or like, you know, it's just too many folks out here yeah. doing the same thing, or there's just too much pressure, too yeah. much mountains to climb. And I want to encourage you and let you know that you got it. Mm. Everything you need is inside of you. Um, no guru can pick you up better than you could pick you up. Mm-hmm. Nobody else can mold and shape whatever vision you have in your head than you mm-hmm. <laughs> people can only guide you but they can't walk with you they can't lead you to that that's destination it. That's it. they can't do it for you right you got to learn how to do it and you do it by getting in there so yeah. you know how some people learn how to swim is they get thrown in the water mm-hmm. and sometimes you just gotta throw yourself in there and be like well i'm gonna learn how to swim because i ain't sinking yeah choose not to lose shake that dust off it's gonna be all right we're gonna be all right if nothing else. We going to be all if right. If nothing else. All right. So let's go ahead and shimmy into the relationship conversation. All right. Um, so there's a few different things that I kind of wanted us to touch on today. One um, that I also saw on the mean streets of social media is getting married and um, families. Getting married like in, I guess, the intermixing or intermingling of families. And um, there's this meme that goes around where people are saying, like, you know, they want to make sure they have a connection to their in-laws. They don't want, you know, to, you know, be so lovey-dovey with their person and then their in-laws hate them. Or, you know, what happens if your parents hate that person or what happens with with any of that, you know. So I want us to talk a little bit about marriage, family, all that good stuff. I think that's an excellent question because... For a lot of people, that's the beginning or the end of the marriage. Yeah, for sure. That's where it starts. I've always heard in-laws are outlaws. 
Right. I've always heard that. Um, that's where the seeds begin to be planted. Yeah. Um, I'll never forget this. <laughs> and I'm not going to say the person's name, but like there was a family member of uh, Patrice when we first met that, you know, because I was African uh, and I was like, I'm from Kenya. And Patrice came back and she's like, yeah, she thought she was Muslim. <laughs> I was like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's people have their own like misconcepts or their own ideas yeah of who you are without actually meeting you or um, getting to know you because that's just what people do, including myself. Right, right, right. Um, Some people be like, well, you know, Africans, you know, they sting, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) There's people are, you know, they aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) He at the club holding your hands up. You know, just they think the worst of you before they meet you. And I get that all the time because before, you know, for, uh, I was in, I was doing a zoom call and one person was like, man, you're not what I expected you to be. Like I, you know, like I thought, you know, either you're going to come in real hard because of your name or (laughs) (laughs) cause you got to make up for it. (laughs) Okay. But like, you're actually like a funny guy. I was like, well, you know, I mean, you thought wrong. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of people think wrong. Yeah. So when it comes to uh, marriages and like um, in-laws, I always say that I don't think they're outlaws. I think they have their ideas that they've brewed for years. Mm-hmm. I can't change nobody's mind. Yeah. If you think black people are all terrible, that is not my problem. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think that way. Right, right. And God gave me enough sense to realize that although you are you know, whoever in my life, yeah. I disagree. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I would definitely say um, during the if you're in like the engagement process or you're dating or it's really serious or even if you just bring that person around for like the first time, you know, it's the holidays, so you know it's bringing boo home Buddha. season. And so, if you're in that kind of situation and people just have so much to say, I'm gonna go ahead and blanket it like this. I don't think there'll ever not be a situation where your family has something to say about the person that you bring home. I don't. I think your family loves you, your family. um, And not and not to say that all families are the same. You may have a family that embraces and says, hey, you know, how you doing? We like them. We don't like them, whatever. But I, I want you to know that just because someone says, oh, we don't like this person or we do like this person does not mean that if they like them, that that's going to be your, your, your forever thing. And just because they don't like them means that it's not. Right. You like, know, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It reminds me of um, I keep going back in my in, in the memory bank Um when uh, one of your family friends, I would, that's what I'm going to call her, mm-hmm. um, and she was like, you know, I don't think, she, she had told you, I don't think, you know, he's the right one for you. And she had like no base to Nothing. that. That no. may have been her first time meeting you. Right. Like it was like, you just, just, all we said was hello. Yeah. And you looked at me. Yeah. And that was it. And you you had so many things to say, but like no evidence yeah. of why you believe that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are hurt. That's mm-hmm. another thing I realized. Mm-hmm. And hurt mm-hmm. people, it's not that they just want to hurt other people. They want a community. Mm-hmm. Everybody we just talked about this, y'all. Everybody wants their own clan. Yeah. Like, we all this people. We mm-hmm. all that people. Mm-hmm. And this is where we are. And let's unite as this people and do this. Yeah. Everybody has that flag that they were trying to wave. Right. And a lot of times when it comes to in-laws and people who are in family and friends, 
what what they will start to do is like, well, I'm team this person. Mm-hmm. I'm team Patrice. Mm-hmm. I'm team Tweety. Even if it's like, you know, the opposite. Even if it's your mama who's team Tweety yeah. or my mama who's team Patrice. Right, right, right. People will divide that way because they either see right or wrong. Yeah. 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 I definitely have to say that. Um, I think that even when, with us specifically in our families, um, I don't think from our immediate families. Well, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I was about to say from our immediate families that there was a lot of backlash, but there was a few cases of some. But um, thankfully, thankfully, that's grown for for everybody involved but um it it seems like the ushering in for us to marriage we were young when we got married i mean we're young now but we met when we were like 19 or 20 we're turning 27 next well tweety's turning 27 next month i'm turning 27 the month after that um and so we got married when we were 23 we got engaged when we were 21 um and yeah you didn't even know that timeline i did you did not tweety is terrible i I didn't know that timeline it do you feel like we just been together for like three days? Nah, is I feel like we, it feels time? like we've been together a long time. Really? Yeah. Like when you add the the time that we weren't married, like it still feels long. Yeah. Do you feel like the time we've been married is longer than the time we haven't been married? Or yeah. It feels like it. It feels like it's been longer. Really? Yeah, because there's so much that takes place in marriage on a day to day basis mm-hmm. that I mean, you would go to work and we'll meet on the weekend, and it's like we have days apart. Yeah. This is like a dog year. Yeah, <laughs> but it's good. But it's great in a, though. In this, yeah, in, it's in a, a great, great way. I I love our marriage. I love us. Um, but I I would have to say, um, if you're in a situation where your family is saying something or doing something or manipulating something or you know I don't like the way he look or he ugly to me or you know well, this, you don't got to deal with him. Yeah, like I I would just I feel like you're gonna hurt yourself mentally trying to do all the calculations. And trying to take everybody's opinion, average it together, and see if it's worth anything. You really are. I think and that's not to say to not just completely listen to. There's some people who probably got your best interest at heart. And I would say if there's a person who who speaks up, who doesn't usually have something to weigh in on all the time, and they just kind of give you a little wisdom, it's nothing wrong with listening to it. But more than anything, pray about it. More than anything, pray about it. Somebody just because you like somebody a lot does not mean you're going to marry them. I think it's um, before we even get to the like, you know, introducing people to your family. I always say, make sure that you know that you know that you know that you know who you're presenting is the one. Mm-hmm. Like, don't 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 wolf cookie people like don't yeah. don't. I'm a I'm, this is the fifth person you've brought in Thanksgiving, yeah, and every single one, yeah. every single one, you're like, I think it's the one. Yeah. At some point, nobody's gonna take you serious yeah. because they're gonna like, well, yeah, right, you said that for the five straight uh, Thanksgivings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's important to. How do you know if somebody's the one? That's what the the crowd's been waiting to hear. You know, somebody's the one when they're willing to not just take you serious, but. Um, Listen to God, like listen to God about what he says about that person. Yes. Yes. That is the ultimate answer to your question, because you could feel like, man, they do everything right. Yeah. Until you see the worst in them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's always good. Like I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying to scare scare you, but I'm telling you when it comes to life, like only 
perfect person that ever lived is Jesus. Mm-hmm. We are flawed. Mm-hmm. You're going to see the worst. Patrice has seen the worst of Tweety, and she was like, hmm, can I deal with this? And the answer was, yeah, I can yeah. deal with this. Right. And I've seen the worst in her. And mm-hmm. I was like, can I deal with this? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because guess what? God said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, but at the end of the day, I, I really want to encourage y'all um, to make sure that you do put outside voices way, way, way far from your relationship, from mm-hmm. your um, marriage, because I believe that is truly the beginning or the end of your relationship. Because if those seeds keep getting planted, mm-hmm. you'll start acting on them. Yeah. You'll start be like, well, yeah, she is. Yeah. She is tripping. Yeah. Mom was right. Or this person was right. Mm-hmm. Dad was right. Uncle Uncle Tony told me that you always do mm-hmm. this when mm-hmm. you lying. Mm-hmm. And I see that he's right. So I'm going to go to mm-hmm. Uncle Tony again. Uncle Tony's like, yeah, I mean, you need to leave him. Mm-hmm. And then you left. And, and Uncle Tony ain't got nobody he laying up with at night. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it becomes like you don't want to. I realize people trust too easy mm. and they end up blaming other people for their own faults that's the whole word so you'll end up making a rash rash a rational decision based off what you heard somebody say about somebody you're with based off their experience right they're projecting onto you yeah and, nobody asked and if we, <laughs> if we even move it uh uh past like you know relationships as far as like you know girlfriend boyfriend type of stuff Let's look at it just from a friendship or mm-hmm. a um, family member perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know how to forgive. Yeah. So it's easy when you bring a bone that that person is going to hold on to it, even though you've already forgave you and buried it. Yeah. You've, 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 you're past it. That yeah. person is still hanging on to that. Yeah. So they're waiting on that person that you brought the bone to mm-hmm. come around and mm-hmm. they're gonna treat them a certain way. Mm-hmm. So be careful how you talk about people when you're mad or when you're angry. Or f- it's just a moment. Yeah. That's what I talk about emotions sometimes. It's yeah. just a moment. Yeah. You can either feed into it or let it go. Right. And I'm more on the let it go side and it's it's a practice. Mm-hmm. And I'm practicing it. <laughs> <laughs> This this not for you, Patrice, but uh-huh. I'm practicing it. Who's it for? I'm practicing. This is this is for myself because I'm learning that I need somebody to give me the same amount of grace. For and sure. that's why you do it. You don't do it to appease the other person. You mm-hmm. do it because that's how you want to be treated. Yeah, because you're going to have some bad days. Right. You're, you're going to roll have, over and be looking crazy. Some yeah, days. you're going to have a moment. I don't know what came over me. Yeah. yeah. Something. So you can't even recall why you were mad. Right. So it's important to keep keep people out your business one. That's it. If nothing else, if y'all don't hear nothing else from that. Unless it's ultimately like if it's super necessary, if you have an emergency, like, hey, yes, I need to talk to you about anybody telling you to put anything on hush if it need if you need help. Right. And also, you know, great counseling is help. Yes. You know, uh, find find a, a marriage counselor at, at your church, local church. Mm-hmm. Uh, find somebody who y'all could talk to collectively, um, even if you're in a relationship. You'll find out more about somebody's intent when you sit down and they talk to somebody else. Yes. 
And yes. you'll be like, oh, so you're not trying to get married. Mm-hmm. I, you saved me three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because now we've broken it down that you don't even want to sit mm-hmm. to talk about where we could be. Mm-hmm. You've just finalized like what, what this is. Right, right, right. And I believe commitment is something that people run away from because they know what it is mm-hmm. and they understand it fully. They just don't want to be responsible yeah. with the consequences of it. Right. If you commit, you got to stay. Yep. You got to ride it out. <laughs> and a lot of people, they're in marriages because they committed because there's a baby involved or they committed because, hey. hey I'm, I'm in too deep. I'm in too deep. <laughs> I said I did. It's I'm, been 12 years. Right. <laughs> I can't do this again. I'm ar- I'm a- yeah. I'm already in it. Yeah. Um, And I'm kind of, you know, stable. I mean, mm-hmm. sure. Why not? Mm-hmm. But the sure why not turns into a whole lifetime of unresolved why? conflict. Yeah. You yeah. guys don't talk. And I believe that that's one thing I do love about our marriage. And I, I want to continue for us to continue to pour back into each other is communication. Mm-hmm. Constant communication will always keep your marriage at a place, even if you are disagreeing with one another. And I know that people say that all the time regarding marriage. Communication, communication. Let, let's be completely specific about what we mean daily by communication. communication no communication alone is not talking because people talk all day it's about what you're talking about right it's about if you had a microaggression towards your spouse that morning and they they took it away but now you over it that needs to be talked about even if you don't feel like talking about it even if you don't feel like addressing it even if you don't even want to really unpack why you did it you were frustrated because why and why did you have to take it out on them And why did you have to do that? Once again, definitions are important. Mm -hmm. And that word right there, frustrated or disappointed or I'm confused. Mm -hmm. I'm going through my own emotions and I just threw them on you. Like those kind of conversations need to happen. Uh, And what I'm starting to see is that a lot of people don't know how to express themselves. Mm -hmm. When you express yourself correctly, You'll see that collectively you guys will be in sync. Hey, I might be tripping because I had a, this what happened today. And this is what's going on in my head. Right. That's where I'm at right now. Pray for me. Yeah. On the spot. Yeah. <laughs> there are moments I literally will roll over and sometimes I'll be in the middle of the night. And if my mind is just going, I'm like, sweetie, can you just pray for me? Like, I don't I don't even know how to articulate how I feel. Can you just do it? Um, I think that just being in tune with where you are. Right. And covering each other. Yeah. I believe that there's things that um, Patrice sees, um, whether it's in my life or when what I'm going through, that she's the only person who can cover me in that area. Mm-hmm. Whether it's through prayer, whether it's through encouragement, you got to cover the person. you with. If anybody, that's the learn mm-hmm. how to get get the back of the person you sleep next to. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like, don't don't jump teams because if, it, you know, you had an event or like, you know, yeah, it's yeah. it's easy. to It's easy to get caught up in the sauce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're like, man, you know, yeah, you know, women tripping. And you got to mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to go home mm-hmm. with your or start just feeling yourself in this mass. You know, masculinity is also a disease in a way. Let me break it down. Like toxic masculinity. To- yeah. Toxic masculinity can really ruin relationships because that's where the roles begin to be affirmed of like men don't do laundry 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ain't mm-hmm. doing no laundry. My mama did laundry. My mama did laundry. She had 16 kids and she worked three jobs. So you can't do a pile of laundry? Yeah, I'm I'm going to toss this drawers right here. And what you going to do is. Why are you giving this man an accent? I don't know. I, I felt like, you know, acting child. Toby. Toby. Okay. And you're going to wash them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just like that kind of stuff. Like it kind of. Because it's like, no, nah, it doesn't have to be like that. I'm like, you tired. Like I'm going to do. I'm gonna do the laundry. Like I'll cook. Like yeah. being readily available to be like, man, I'm a, I'm a Swiss Army knife. Whatever yeah. it takes. And you are that. You are that. I, I think that there are definitely things like in our marriage that you know the roles are clearly defined, or there are things that like Tweety does better than I do. There are things I do better as far as you know cooking or something like that. But like if I can't, if that per if neither one of us are incapacitated in any yeah, way. Yeah, I'm not gonna be like, well, McDonald's for the week. Nah, yeah. we we gonna eat. Yeah. And it's gonna it's be, gonna be figured out. It's gonna be above average. It is going to be solid B minus. Yeah. I, it's gonna be a seventy nine. Yeah, yeah. And sure. rarely a ninety. But hey, look, mm-hmm. I think that that's where the willingness, mm-hmm. my intent. Mm-hmm. It's to please you. My intent is mm-hmm. to make you happy. So that's where the for, for better or worse comes in. And a lot of people, um, I, I want them to understand that that truly does mean in everything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, you know, it, it means that in your finances. It means that in your spiritual life. It mm-hmm. means that in the, they just don't get it. They just mm-hmm. don't, you know, the frustrating, like, well, I've just been praying all night long for mm-hmm. this man to mm-hmm. <laughs> get right with the Lord. It's like, how, how about you start praying for you, mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. to see that the work begins with you? Let's do some self-awareness. Right. Yes. So that's what I, I, I encourage daily for people to do is just. Be self-aware and realize that some of the issues you're complaining about, you deal with. Yeah, that you contribute to. Yeah. All right, y'all. Let's go ahead and shimmy into adding of text, y'all. It's the end of the podcast, but it's one of my favorite parts of the podcast where we just give you a little wisdom, a little free game, a little love, a little something we came across this week, a lesson, um, just something for you to put in your pocket and um, just go ahead and, you know, take with you. So here we go. You can go first. All right, so for me, I will say, um, and all you're getting, get an understanding. Mm. This is biblical. Um, And what I'm going to go ahead and emphasize on that is in getting an understanding, also understand that the understanding you may get, you still may not understand. (laughs) (laughs) A tongue twister. And so what I mean by that is, you know, if you for some reason wanted to find out how chocolate ice cream was made. I'm making an example. I'm completely making this up and you figure out how it's made, but there's still something you don't understand or you don't agree with. Um, but now you finally find out how chocolate milk is made or chocolate ice cream is made. Understand how to make peace with that. You know, um, understand how that, that when you get an understanding of certain things and you may not agree with them or you may not see them all the way through, um, learn how to pray for peace through that. Um, I believe in getting an understanding in all things. I believe in asking follow up questions. I believe in um, doing that. And if you, for some reason, are struggling with the peace of that just don't make no sense to me. Why don't that make no sense? Ah, and you got your quote unquote understanding. Um, to still pray 
you know, pray for like, okay, Lord, why is it frustrating me that, that I don't agree with this part of, I don't agree with this part of the chocolate ice cream process. Um, should I, you know, pray about that thing and pray about what that is in you that gets frustrated to feel like, even if you don't understand things fully, um, that there's something missing or something is wrong. Um, sometimes we could be overly critical, hypercritical, you know, with, with things. And if people don't think the way we mm. do, or if people don't do the things we do, right. or if people, um, don't say things the way we want them to say them, it's just wrong to us. Like we, we got to get out of seeing things as black or white. No, it's you. And then there's them and everybody's different. And God has made us different intentionally. Um, if you don't understand something, you pray about it and then you move on right. because there are many things about the kingdom we may not understand in this state, but as we grow, you begin to understand things differently. So that's it. I love that. I love that. Um, I think I said it last week, but I'm just going to repeat it again because I think it's important being overly dedicated. Mm -hmm. The dedication begins with the intent. Talk about how you overly dedicated to your wife, too, by the way. Um, you t just go ahead and plug that in here. Okay. I'm overly dedicated in every area of my life, including my wife. Period. But I will start off with <laughs> another area of over, oh, okay. overly dedication. Mm. Um, when you are overly de dedicated, it, it means that till death do your part. But it, it, it's more about your characteristics, not about the thing you're doing. I'm overly dedicated to basketball. What if your knee breaks mm -hmm. or you uh, hurt your knee? What if, you know, uh, what if something happens and you, you're not able to do what you love? Like, are you still going to be overly dedicated? Yeah. So I was watching um, Muse by uh, Kobe Bryant, which mm -hmm. is a documentary he did in 2015 before he passed, before, uh, right before he uh or right before or after he retired. Uh, retired. Mm -hmm. And in the documentary, he was talking about how he wanted to help shape the game in a different way after he retired. Mm -hmm. I'm not playing basketball now, but I'm so overly dedicated. I got to tell you why I fell in love with basketball. Mm -hmm. I'm going to teach people to fall in love with the game and not just shooting hoops. Mm -hmm. These are the different disciplines or different things I learned from it. And how I'm able to apply it to screenwriting, how mm -hmm. I'm able to apply it to this area of my life. So I believe when you're overly dedicated to being the person that God has called you to be, you'll love your wife like, like, you know, people say like never before, but like you'll love her to the capacity that God has put in your heart. You'll push for that every day. You will um see past the, the the flaws you will see past the mistakes you will love them for the good things the great things you will see that they're truly a helpmate and that's what i love about you is that i'm able to roll over and be like wow i couldn't have asked for you um and those kind of those kind of moments remind me of the the dedication is not just in a ring it's not just in a, a piece of paper like people say, but it's, a, it's the intertwining of souls. It's the future, the uh, what? <laughs> Please stop. Uh, but <laughs> I, I believe that God gives us the capacity to love as men to one woman, not three, not four, not five, not six, but one and when you find a wife, it, when he says good, I think we think of like, oh, just a thumbs up, a mm -hmm. good thing. Mm -hmm. But he's saying that 
your legacy is secure. He's mm-hmm. saying that your life is now in line with what I want for you. Like you're structured correctly mm-hmm. compared to somebody else. Yeah. And a lot of people run away from that line. So I believe that I just didn't find a good thing. I think I believe that I found a, a partner in crime. I, I found a, a, a best friend. I found somebody who is um, just overall dope individual there's just there's definitely you know like i think when we say dope it it's it's kind of looked at as oh man they cool but like when i mean dope i mean like somebody who is just on another wavelength of cool and i i apply that to my i steal a lot of my stuff from her yeah i heard that's open confession that was it but That's people it. love it more. Ghost right of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Baby face. <laughs> people, people love to hear from my mouthpiece more. They do. It's but fine. I I adore um, just how bold you are, how outspoken you are. And I didn't mean to go on a tangent, but that's why I'm overly dedicated. I want to give you the best. And the best is not the best until I see a certain look on your face. It's nothing. It's nothing that you say. It's it's always written on your face. So that's I'm looking for a specific face. It's not getting you a nice ring or a nice car that has give. I haven't seen that face yet. So I'm trying to, you know, live up to that hype of like, man, I did that. So remain overly dedicated, husbands. <laughs> I have nothing to say to that. But the race I de- continues. The marathon definitely yeah. continues, y'all. But I do have something to say for all of you super dope listeners. We just got a song we're going to add on at the end of this. Um, just to remind you that um, you may be completely overlooked, completely um, underestimated. You know what I mean? But you're still here. You may be ugly, but you are still <laughs> here. Wow. That's a that means a lot to me. If you are ugly, but still not not like actually externally ugly, but you okay. Never mind. I'm not even explaining myself. <laughs> Don't. Whoever whoever felt that, whoever caught they that, understood it. it. Okay, or didn't. <laughs> or didn't just completely bypassed if you did. But um, this is for you. So y'all take care. Have an amazing week. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. I'm so underrated, underestimated. I'm still dope. Some folks back home Question how I made it It's cause I'm dope I heard you talk behind my back Behind my back Just don't leave out the fact that I'm dope And life ain't perfect But it's worth it Ooh, cause it's dope Say like this, uh. Why you always talking about a hometown? All that unity between the black and brown, uh. Cause it's dope. <laughs> yeah. And why you never rap about a bad chick? You be at the crib, posted up the wife and kids, uh. Cause it's dope. Yeah. Say like this though, uh. Hot wings.
Martinez and Elotes, Boca del Rio, Miss Perez Pasole, California Sunsets Boulevard, I ain't gotta set gangster life, why ain't you from the West? And we was freezing on the street corners in downtown Pomona, we was feeding instrumentals through the tweeters of your Jeep, I ain't never served a fiend unless you mean a 16, we was blowing all these trees with these G's from Pasadena, we were freely giving music, free Spotify streaming, believe me, despite all logic, we billboard charted, you looking for a reason, to be honest, I don't see one, but if you need one, huh, it's cause I'm cold. Send your best anthropologist, come sit in the midst of us. You could catch a glimpse of the fragrance of staying power. No champagne showers. I'm just dope. I'm just dope. I'm just, I'm just dope. I'm just dope. I'm just dope. 